We know that this is a challenging time for entrepreneurs, and your business may be completely upended by this pandemic. But FreshBooks and I will be here for you as a resource and a community to help you stay connected. In addition to weekly I Make a Living episodes and bonus episodes focused specifically on how your business can survive the coronavirus restrictions, we invite you to join our Facebook community page. There you'll also find helpful webinars, videos from business leaders, and an opportunity to connect with other entrepreneurs who are experiencing the same challenges that you're going through right now. Join the community at facebook.com slash groups slash I make a living, or simply search the hashtag I make a living on Facebook to find our community page. We'll see you there. This is the I Make a Living podcast brought to you by FreshBooks, the number one cloud accounting solution for small business owners and their teams. Today, we're doing a special bonus episode all about mental health and wellness for entrepreneurs during this pandemic, which we know is affecting you and your business on a deep level. Today's guest is John Kim. He's a licensed therapist, and you may know him from his popular podcast, The Angry Therapist. He's also the author of several self-help books and the co-founder of a signature life coach training program, Journey Coaching. I just have to start out by asking you, John, how are you doing right now? <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, just to compound what's going on with the virus and everything, uh, 14 days ago, I had a, a daughter. So I'm wow. going into this uh, tunnel um, like with a baby in one hand and, you know, um, uh, disinfect it in the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. Mine are five and nine, and <laughs> that is like a whole other a whole other paradigm when you're working from home. So I'm sure you've been incorporating this into some of the content that you're offering to your your audience. But maybe you can give our listeners who are mostly entrepreneurs a little bit of an understanding of where everybody is right now and how we can move forward together yes. separately. I've heard about the stages of grief, right? There's different mm-hmm. different stages you go through as you're understanding what's happening and dealing with it. Would you say that there are stages of self isolation that people are are going through right now or can expect? Sure. I think it compounds. Um, My biggest thing would be focusing on your state. So yes, there's a virus, but I think a bigger virus is the the panic. You know, Um, when we get into a panic state, our fight or flight kicks in. And I think that's when you really kind of fall into that slippery well. So, and of course, in that state, you're not productive. You are dreading. You're not present. You're in worry. I actually lived half of my life in that state, <laughs> you know, my, my 20s and 30s. And I realized that if you can get out of that state, then everything's going to be better as far as productivity, your creativity, I mean, everything. And I think especially today with what's going on, the worst thing you can do for yourself is to fall into panic and fight or flight. In case you're not familiar with the stages of grief, when people experience a loss, there are usually steps that someone will go through as they work through their grief. Denial, anger, bargaining, despair, And finally, acceptance. Now, this doesn't only apply to grieving the loss of a loved one. Today, we're seeing many people grieve the loss of their freedom or their business. Another thing to consider is something called role loss. This is when someone is grieving a change in their identity. Have you had to take on additional roles at work or at home right now? 
How is your identity changing as you move through this crisis? Whether or not your business has been directly affected by COVID-19, we have to acknowledge that the world is in collective crisis. So how do we move out of this state? John weighs in. Maybe I'm a big fan of this because I'm a therapist, but I, I think everything starts with your relationship with yourself. And it's not about white knuckling or denying panic. I mean, what's happening is real. It's about accepting it, breathing through it, and then, you know, making action steps to get yourself out of that state. So we can't be in a panic state and be creative at the same time. You know, it's like we can't be pulling from judgment and curiosity. We can't love and hate at the same time. So one way to do this is to actually chase flow states. So if you are a creative person, and I'm sure everyone's a creative person, uh, and you and you are doing that with work to hit moments of creativity to give yourself that space so Mm. when you are being creative when you are hitting states of flow and you kind of lose track of time and you could you could also be creative in movement too uh then you're you're not you're not panicky you know you're actually calm and and you could feel good about yourself because you're actually moving forward and in a state that is uh able to produce joy instead of worry a flow state which you might know of as Being in the zone is when a person is fully immersed in the activity that they are performing. That's great. Yeah, even this morning, I was supposed to be dealing with the kids, but I was like, they always say, you have to put your own mask on before you help someone else. And I was like, I am not in a space that is going to be conducive to learning or helping them. I am first going to do 30 minutes of yoga on my Mm -hmm. app, and that's going to get me into a different place. Yeah. So... I think that's great. I think you have to ask yourself what you need, but more importantly, have the ability to give that to yourself, you know? Yeah. What about on time management? (laughs) If people are not used to working from home, do you recommend blocking time in certain ways? How do we organize this when it's it's now like... (laughs) I was saying to a neighbor, like, day is night. (laughs) I don't know what day of the week it is. Like, where are we? Um, Again, I think um, hanging on this idea of tapping into your body, how you feel, and designing your day according to that can be really powerful. Like, for me, uh, I I make sure that um, I cut my day in half. And somewhere in the middle of my day, like around noon, I make sure I get in my daily sweat. So I have to move uh, if I can't go outside. And, of course, I'm doing push-ups inside. And then I try to do it where... I kill birds and add a social component. So obviously, I can't go to uh, take a class or go to the gym right now. So um, I'll do something online, you know. And I think that's the, the the power of the internet right now is we, even though we're in isolation, we can't connect through technology instantly. So we should take yes. advantage of that, you know, FaceTiming or, or whatever. Yes, absolutely. And for a lot of our listeners, they're entrepreneurs. So some of them are in business for and by themselves. And some of them have other employees that they're also managing. Yeah. What do you say to someone who's in a leadership position right now and how they can help with the health and wellness of their team? Um, Humanize yourself, be empathetic. I think the worst thing you can do as a leader is to um, run your company or business with an iron fist. If you're putting your own fears into frustration and anger into uh, the workspace that you created, then it ripples and you're kind of taking hostages. So I think the most selfless leaders are going to pull from empathy and understanding and a lot of communication, you know. Mm, yeah, and we have the tools now, like you said. If you have the digital tools to keep communication going, then 
if even if it's not happening face to face, you can still keep yeah. Ask your your employees contact. how they're doing and how can you you know be of service. That uh, process itself is very empowering. It, it's a great chance in a difficult time to build trust and 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 that you know that's going to produce glue. Whether we're talking about employees or friends or family, uh, you know, any relationship you have, it, it's actually a great time to um, strengthen that relationship instead of ignore and isolate. Well, that you brought up the next thing I was going to talk about, actually, which was dealing with family and spouses and kids. I know it has not been easy for me navigating all of this with a full house. And mm-hmm. I'm a relationship and dating coach, as you know, and... I will say that in the last right. week, my husband and I have had more deep discussions. I won't call them arguments, but we've had more friction and conflict in the last week than we've probably had in the last sure. five years of our relationship. I was, you know, I was just thinking about this too. I was posting on social media that uh, this is going to cause um, us to put a black light to our relationship because it it's going to force us to um, sit with each other, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like literally. Right. And usually we're at work or we're running or we're escaping or we're busy. We have a checklist. But uh, with what's happening, we are now in the same room or the same house and we have to actually engage with each other. Something that I practice with my husband and kids and that I'm always recommending to clients is to anticipate the argument before it becomes a blow up and deal with each problem when you can still discuss it with your emotions regulated. Yeah. It's not easy though, right? How do you guide your clients to do that? Yeah, I would say um, try to understand before trying to be understood. People right now are afraid. Uh, there's the unknown. They're they're concerned. Uh, we might have family members who are older, like all of these things happening. And so if you are telling someone what to do or you're skipping that empathy space and you're just going to give your advice, I think that's not helpful. I think what's really helpful is try to understand your partner before trying to be understood. And I think that's going to produce connection, empathy, and and that's going to build trust. You got to make people feel safe. I mean, that's the number one thing right now. Yeah. But I love what you just said, John, that you need to understand before trying to be understood. I think that's a big, yes. that's a big lesson that we can learn in all communication with our teams, with our, with our spouses is like really to go into a place of listening right now rather than talking. Here are a few tips that I give my clients about managing conflict. Set boundaries. Consider that you may not have the same conflict resolution style. Do you need time to cool off before you have a discussion? Is there something that is a usual trigger in your conflicts together which should be avoided in a more constructive conversation? Find the real issue. They say couples fight most about money, But I find that fights about money are almost always about something else at the core, like feeling valued. Learn to talk about the real issue so you can actually overcome the roadblock. Find the compromise. My lawyer used to tell me that every deal can be made. Conflict resolution is about remembering that you both want the same thing, a good outcome. You just have to be flexible enough on your requirements and open enough to making concessions to reach your shared goal. Pre-plan hard conversations. If you are both in the red zone, you can't engage in a level-headed discussion. Take a walk if you need to, do some yoga, sew a sweater, whatever will bring you back into the green zone when you can figure out what you need to express to solve the conflict and what might be better left unsaid. I have to be real about the fact that 
a lot of our listeners now are have had their businesses impacted already in the last few mm-hmm. weeks. And there's this panic of how long is this going to be? I was just talking to an entrepreneur earlier today, and he was saying that he like he's in real estate and he was like, I don't know if I should just like cut my losses right now because we can sustain this for a couple weeks. But if this goes on for a couple months or if the market doesn't come back for six months or a year, I'm, I'm in real financial trouble. Sure. I think right now is a time to get very creative with technology, with the internet, everything that you can do at home. Uh, my whole business is pretty much online. Like I'm not able to do sessions in person, obviously. So using apps, using things like Zoom and other ways to connect, um, selling services, products. And also, you know, if you use content to uh, promote your business and to, to build your business, then now's the time to, you know, catch up on all the blog posts and all the, you know, social media stuff and everything you didn't have time for. I think now's the time to do that because if you're just dwelling on the stuff that, that you can't do, you again, you're just going to get yourself into that uh, fight or flight state and then you're going to collapse on yourself and there's going to be no productivity, you know? I love that perspective, looking at it like this is an opportunity now. We have an opportunity that we can shift the way that we have been doing things. And maybe this is a place where we can really innovate in our businesses. It doesn't matter what business you're in, real estate, uh, restaurants, uh, therapist, you can do something online to start uh, sharing your story, uh, documenting, and uh, and actually uh, create a following and building building trust and, and potentially, when this is all over, have new customers. Absolutely. And I know you've been doing this for a while. You have texts from the angry therapist. Tell us what goes inside those texts (laughs) and how people are impacted by your messages. Yeah, it's my new obsession. Um, I just think that the texting is kind of the next kind of frontier because, you know, we don't we get a lot of spam and social media. There's a lot of noise on that. But we all we we check our texts. And so I started texting people and I thought I'm going to make it a program. So instead of just random texts, I think a lot of people are texting um, promotions and coupons and discount codes. I text actual programs. So, uh, you know, Monday's a different mindset. Tuesday's about relationships. Wednesday's uh, mindfulness. And then at the end of the week, I text a link to a private Google Doc. So you get like a six-page article about that week's topic. And so every week there's a, a rotating topic. Wow, that's awesome. And it's so uplifting when you get that message. Like we always get that adrenaline too. You know, I talk in dating about what happens when you get those texts. But it's exciting. Even if you're getting it from the angry therapist, you can see that there's transformation rating there in your phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are liking it, so hopefully it's helpful. And I, I'm just, you know, I love uh, uh, helping people in different uh, new creative ways, you know, changing the way we change, and especially with uh, technology. Uh, it's just so fun to play with different things, you know. Yeah, well, I love listening to your podcast. I love the advice that you've shared. Oh, thank I want to know, you're welcome, and congrats on the baby. I want to yes. know, though, as you look to the future, what do you see next for you, like in the next week, in the next month? How do you see yourself moving in a different direction with this uh, situation, we'll call it, that we're, what we're dealing with? Wow. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be really present. I know that I'm going to continue to do everything I do, you know, the write books, text people. I teach classes at Journey Coaching where we certify life coaches. So I'm going to do all of that, but I'm also going to live life. You know, I'm also going to uh, ride my motorcycle and uh, 
do burpees and eat donuts and, and do everything else. And as my life unfolds now with a new child, um, I'm just going to uh, take, take it on. I'm just going to uh, lean into whatever is, is presented in front of me. That's such a great mindset. And I think it's important also to remind our listeners that you don't have to be stuck in your house too. According to our current guidelines, which could change at any time, you know, you can be outside, get fresh air, see the sun. Yeah, you could go for a walk. You could go for a jog. Um, I don't think you should go uh, to a party (laughs) or, or, or start one, but... Um, I think I think you can still go to the grocery store, just make it quick and, and get some fresh air. I think it's good for your mental health for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here, John. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. We know that this is a time of stress and uncertainty for many of you. We all could be in different stages of grief, but no matter where you are, be sure to take care of your mental and physical health to the best of your ability. Some final suggestions if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. As John said, get active. When your body is in motion, your mind can be at ease. Anxiety peaks when you're ruminating about the past or projecting to the future. Try to focus on the present moment. If you've never had a meditation practice before, this is as good a time as any to start. Check out our episode, Transformative Storytelling with Michael Cass, to experience a breathwork exercise that will blow your mind. And don't forget John's amazing tips on conflict resolution. Try to understand before trying to be understood and approach others with empathy. We will get through this together. This podcast was brought to you by FreshBooks, the number one cloud accounting solution for small business owners and their teams. Want to know more about how you can save hours on accounting paperwork and focus more on your business? Head over to freshbooks.com slash I-M-A-L to receive an exclusive offer. That's freshbooks.com slash I-M-A-L, short for I make a living. Our audio engineer and composer is James Morris. Producing and direction comes from Paco Erzmendi. And I'm your host and producer, Demona Hoffman. You can find me online at demonahoffman.com. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) You can also find me on all the socials at Demona Hoffman. Thanks for tuning in for our special bonus episode. Look out for our regular episodes dropping every Monday.